1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without autopay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 304 Jeff Katz, News Radio, W R V A. Yes. The Supreme Court has said, of course, we understand what the Second Amendment means. It's been so frustrating through the course of the day to listen to folks who are so unbelievably constitutionally illiterate tell us why the Supreme Court has expanded the right to carry fire. No. They said the Constitution says what the Constitution says. And guess what? We're going to follow the Constitution, even if it means that one of these uber left-wing socialist gun-grabbing cop haters like Tim Kaine says, Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Who cares? Who cares? Did you read the decision? The decision is brilliant. And you knew that it was going to be brilliant as soon as you realized that it was Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas who penned it. Or maybe it was the other way around. You knew it was just as Thomas writing it, so you knew it was going to be brilliant. But it's just a phenomenal decision. Now, I want you to understand what it really means. I want you to understand where it really comes from. Uh, my friend, uh, Joe Moreno is a number of things he is uh well he is the the smartest attorney on god's green earth that's the way i've described him for years and i'm always happy uh when he's able to join us former federal prosecutor believe me he understands exactly what's going on counselor thank you so much for making some time for us
0: jeff my friend it is always a pleasure you're too kind
1: well i would disagree with you on that but that's okay let's uh, let's let's just dive right into this joe You've read the decision, of course. You're familiar with what it says. You, you get where it is that uh, Justice Thomas is coming from. Can you explain all of it for uh, those of us who are not attorneys?
0: Jeff, you're right. It is a beautifully written decision. And there's one, there's one quote that jumped out to me that Justice Thomas wrote. He says, The constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense cannot be a second-class right and it cannot be subject to different body of rules than the other Bill of Rights guarantees. Basically what he's saying is you cannot treat the second amendment worse than our other constitutional liberties. And that's effectively what New York and six other states have been doing here.
1: So if I am reading it correctly, they also address this idea that a lot of the, the anti-gun people have advanced over the years and that is that somehow the right to keep and bear arms only applied to weaponry that was in hand in the 18th century right they they sort of address that
0: right well i mean jeff first off just i mean great point and as you know i'm a i'm a former new yorker and yes. and i've been in virginia now for over a decade but i have family members who have gone through the permitting process in New York state. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you it is it, for all effects, just about impossible, particularly if you're in New York city. That's right. And so they have made it so difficult, so onerous, so stretched out and basically put this burden on the applicant to effectively prove uh, on a subjective level, mm-hmm. why they should be able to, uh, uh, to enjoy a right to self-defense that's enshrined in our Constitution. Right. And so what this is saying is that absolutely not. You should not be required to justify your need to exercise a constitutional right. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really it's, it's probably if not the most significant Second Amendment Supreme Court decision definitely the most significant in the last 10 years. So really, really important. As far as this concept, right, of, of, of that sort of Talking point, well, you know, they had muskets back in the 1700s, and so Mm -hmm. let's go back to muskets. And I heard uh, New York Governor Hochul say that, actually, (laughs) earlier today. Mm. It's kind of a ridiculous concept, right? The right is not to have the weaponry available 200 years ago. The right is to have the ability to protect oneself. And so, um, you know, the idea... That, as was pointed out very well, it's not just the right to have weapon in your home. It's the Mm -hmm. right to keep and bear arms. So it's not good enough to keep it in your house. You have to have the right to carry it to defend yourself. And that's what this effectively this opinion gets to.
1: You know, it's interesting, Joe, you look at this opinion, and you can't help but reflect back on Heller, right? And I think uh, Justice Thomas, yeah. in fact, references Heller there, this, again, onerous restriction that had been in place where the District of Columbia that basically said you can't move your own gun from room to room in your own home. and 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 they talk about... First Amendment, protecting modern forms of communication. Fourth Amendment, applying to modern forms of search. I was just watching a documentary last night about that stingray that could go out and get cell phone pings, and that was considered to be a search. So, I I mean, we've always seen this as saying, well, we have to address what's happening today. But you have a very unique qualification, if my memory serves, in addition to being the classic overachiever, in addition to being a, uh, a, a proud member of the United States Army, in addition to uh, being a, a CPA as well as an attorney, were you or were you not, Counselor, also admitted to practice law in the United Kingdom?
0: Uh, <laughs> you do have a good memory. Yes, sure. I'm a solicitor in England and Wales. That's right. Oh,
1: so you are a solicitor in England and Wales. Uh, are the people in England and Wales going to pay attention to this and go, "Oh my gosh, those Americans have lost their minds," or are they going to say, "Geez, it would be nice for us to be safe for a while"?
0: I mean, a lot. You know, a lot of our constitutional rights derive from common law, and the common law derives from English law. So it'll be it will be interesting to see that this, this is. This decision today by Justice Thomas and five of his colleagues, there's nothing radical about this. There's nothing ridiculous. There's nothing. In fact, it's it's true to the language and the spirit of our Constitution, which has endured quite well for 200 years. And it's a wonderful return to the text of the Constitution and not allowing governments at any level to require extra jumping through hoops and meeting subjective standards in order for us to exercise our rights. It doesn't say you can't have carry permit systems. You can require a permitting system. But what you can't do is you can't set subjective standards and then put it on the citizen to have to prove his or her need to exercise that right. That's way out of line. And New York and the six other states, which comprise about 25% of this country, are gonna now have to radically changed their laws to comply with this decision.
1: Joe Moreno is joining us, and Joe is truly one of the uh, the, the most brilliant attorneys anywhere out there. There's a reason that he was a, a federal prosecutor and served as a legal counsel to, uh, was it the FBI? Is that where I uh, remember that from? Yes, sir. Yeah. that's right. That's I so six states have rules or had rules on the books up until this decision comes out. What about the practical application? Is this immediate? Do those six states say, OK, now we got to go back and rewrite this stuff. What what happens now that this is the law of the land?
0: Great question, Jeff. My, my wife actually raised the same point. Like, what is the practical ramifications right now? New York has to act immediately. New York is a party to this This decision, New York needs to get its house in order immediately and comply. The the six other states, which have similar laws of uh, sort of shifting the burden to the citizen, they each need to take a look and see if they believe their law complies or does not comply with this decision. It doesn't automatically invalidate those six other states. Each one is going to have to take a look. So it's California, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. I think it's Illinois and one or two others. So they'll have to take a look, but they should they should really be careful because if they put the burden on the citizen and if they make them have to meet some some you know prove some standard of why they believe they need a concealed carry permit, that law is going to be invalid.
1: So you mentioned two states in which I used to live and two states in which I actually had valid concealed carry permits, both California and Massachusetts. And what they have in common, Joe, it was up to the municipality. And in California, essentially it was 98% of the state you couldn't get a carry permit. You could have walked in there with somebody holding a knife to your throat and they would have said, nah, you guys should probably talk it out. You'll be okay. And there was one tiny little town, and they had provided the chief of police or the sheriff in either the county or the the city or town the ability to grant permits. That one chief in this one little town would grant permits. Now, they eventually chased them away. They got rid of them because they didn't like that. And in Massachusetts, the same thing. It's municipality through uni- municipality, So I happen to live in a, in a town where there was some degree of common sense, and there was a training requirement, there was a background investigation, of course, as with everything involving the government, uh, there was money that had to be exchanged, but I did get my permit. If I had lived one or two towns over, uh, it never would have happened. So does this ruling sort of say to those states, look, you need a statewide rule now?
0: That's what it sounds like, Jeff. Yes. Okay. It's I mean, like like for example, it's okay to have a across the board rule that if you have a felony conviction, let's say mm-hmm. a certain type of a certain you know certain number of years back, you can't get a concealed carry permit. That's okay. Yeah. Within reason. As long as it's applied to everyone. The way, the reason New York effectively got away with this for I mean, nearly a hundred years this law's been on the books, mm. is exactly that point. The law itself is vague it puts the power in the local officials' hands, whether it's New York City or the local municipality, and that's where it breaks down. That's where it becomes subjective. It becomes having to, you know, every different township having effectively a different standard and it shifts and different people can be treated differently. That's unacceptable, you can't do that. So again, across the board, fair, reasonable restrictions, that's gonna survive. What New York has and what it sounds like from what you described in Massachusetts and California, that's not going to hold up.
1: Wow. Well, I think this is great. And, Joe, I am always, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I'm always so appreciative when you can uh, shake a few minutes uh, loose for us. And you know that this whole uh, Dobbs case is going to be coming down soon. So be on the lookout. Watch your phone. You know we'll be tapping you again.
0: Jeff, my man, anytime. Always happy to do it.
1: I love it. Thank you, sir. That is Joe Moreno. He is truly the smartest lawyer on God's green earth. It is 3:15, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA.
2: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.